Blog Talk Radio. today. Good love. Is your relationship everything you want it to be? Are you living a fulfilled, passionate life empowered with choices that ignite you to the next level? Good love makes your whole life better. So join America's good love doctor, Dr. Brenda Wade, on a journey to your healthiest life yet. A regular on Dr. Oz and Dr. Drew, She's appeared on Oprah, Good Morning America, and is featured in countless publications from USA Today to Essence Magazine. The creator of life-changing Get Unstuck Now, Love, Money, and Save a Seminars, she's counseled millions, but today she's here just for you with the hottest topics, guests, and trends. This is Good Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to the Good Love Radio Show. I'm your Good Love Doctor, and I'm so thrilled to be with you tonight. Whether you're with us live this evening or listening via recording, this is a very, very special program with two exciting guests. I can't wait to introduce them to you. But first, let's define our space here on Good Love Radio Number one, our topic today is the power of focus, and that's the name of a great book, and you'll learn all about the author of that book in just a moment, and this is a book that looks at what you can achieve when you focus the power of your intention to create what you want in your life, and of course, that includes good love. Now, this is a moment for me to remind you of those three laws of manifestation. Law number one, and you can repeat this to yourself, law number one is anything is possible. That's the law of all possibility. The second law is the law of limitation. It means it's only possible when I Focus, and that's why tonight's guest and his book are so important and so powerful. The third law is the law of persistent determination. Now, I believe that is self-explanatory. You don't need me to break that down. So we must hold anything as possible. Then we have to choose what we're going to focus on. That's setting intention. And then we focus on using persistent determination every moment of every day to move energetically and in every other way toward our intention because intention in and of itself is tapping the field of all possibility. All right. Now, that leads us right to our very first guest, who is David 
Essel. He's the nationwide host of iHeartRadio and the author of seven books, including The Power of Focus and, I love this title, Slow Down, The Fastest Way to Get Everything You Want. And then we're going to hear from our second guest, Lisa McCarthy. She's the amazing, amazing inventor of a brand new product that is just setting everybody back on their heels. She invented the Affirmations Mirror, and she created success strategies that are going to help you make your ideas and your intentions reality. You got that? We've got a one, two, not a punch because that would knock you down, but a one, two, light to ignite your success so this week and every week, I want you to remember that the key to good love is knowing that you truly deserve good love. And we have a little mantra for the Good Love Radio Show. Say the mantra with me. It's I am worthy. Let me hear you, everybody. Let me feel you. I am worthy. And I am deserving. Mm-hmm. I am deserving. And I am so lovable. I am worthy. I am deserving. And I am so lovable. Repeat that every minute of every day and build a new brain pattern, a new energy pattern, new feelings, new words, and new behaviors that take you that direction. And as always, this week, we are focused on why good love is essential to your greatness because it makes you a better person, a more powerful person. We're going to focus on identifying the negative love patterns that you learn that might be blocking you from the love you truly want. And finally, how you can break the chains of what happened back then so you can be free to experience what is happening right now. Now, to join the conversation tonight, here's the phone number. Take this down. It's 347-989-0776. When you push one on your handset, Cliff, who is our host, is going to absolutely call on you. You can also hit us back on Facebook, Dr. Brenda Wade, or join the conversation via Twitter hashtag Dr. Brenda Wade. Now let me introduce our first fabulous guest. It's David Essel. And for the past 23 years, David has been a nationally syndicated radio talk show host with both Westwood One and Clear Channel Communications, his show, David Essel Alive, is heard around the world on iHeartRadio. You can listen live every Saturday from 6 to 9 p.m. at www.talkdavid.com. That's www.talkdavid.com. Now, he's helped thousands of people around the world achieve their greatest goals in every area of life, including their love lives, everything from doubling, even tripling their income to freedom from addiction, prepping 
for Deep Love. His work is groundbreaking. And hang on, because he's got a very special gift for you tonight. They're all available in his new free ebook, The Power of Focus. Welcome, David Essel. Dear Brenda, I love your energy, my Lord. <laughs> oh, I love yours. I could feel you even before you spoke. And I want you to know that our intention tonight is to just soak in your wisdom. And I know you have a lot of wisdom because I looked you up and wow and wow. All right, everybody, hang on to your hat. I'm so excited. David, tell us about the one thing theory. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Brenda, you know, in, in 1996, we switched all of our work. I started out in the world of sports psychology, working with athletes, and in 1990, switched over to what we call the general population, working instead of just in the world of athletics with your expertise, relationships, and business, and everything else. And then in 1996, I had this most incredible interview with a gentleman who has touched millions of lives, who's no longer with us physically, but Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, yes. the founder of Transcendental Meditation, and in a one-hour interview, I was transformed in such a profoundly deep way that it changed all of our work, and we, we created after that interview the One Thing Theory, and when it comes to love, this is crucial, and the one thing theory states this, is that at any given time in life, there's only one major goal to go after. It's the one that we've denied, delayed, procrastinated. It's the one that would bring the biggest change into our lives, but it would also demand great effort. And when we look at love, and, you know, it's the opposite of the New Year's Eve resolution, Dr. Brenda. You know, when people wake up on New Year or the, the day of New Year's Eve and they say, I'm going to lose weight and create deeper love and make more money and all these things. With our work, we say there's only one. You cannot go after more than one goal. And when we think about love and relationships, and I'll make an analogy to weight loss. When someone wants to lose weight, they get focused. They spend hours in the gym or out walking in their neighborhood and they change their diet and it's four or five days a week. But when it comes to love, do we ever really put that much emphasis into oh, getting Oh, David. All right. As I used to say back in church, preach, okay, and teach because this is, let me just say this, most people put more effort into getting dressed in the morning than they do in making their relationship a wonderful experience for themselves and their partner. So you're making such a good point. And may I just say one more thing? Absolutely. Most people also do a thousand times more preparation for their career or their work life than they do for their love life. When the research shows, and I know you already know this, David, let me just emphasize this one more time. 50% fewer divorces, everybody, for people who do premarital coaching. What does that say? When we learn better, we do better. And David, back up for a minute with me. When you met the Maharishi, did you start doing TM? Did you start meditating? Well, actually, you know, I, I went through the, uh, the certification in 1988 and interviewed him in 96. So mm. I had been a practitioner for a number of years. Oh, good. Um, 
Pro, yeah, prior to, and still to this day, I do TM, you know, and um, but I, I was very, very well versed with his work and had experienced such great inner peace through TM. Yeah, and everybody, um, I just want to say, David is bringing you something that comes from his years of tapping higher consciousness, because that's what meditation allows you to do. TM is one of the powerful forms of meditation. If you're not already meditating, David might, maybe David encourage people to consider that as one of the things that, believe it or not, makes your love life better. It's been proven. It absolutely has been. You know, when we're able, and let, we'll go back to, you know, the, the book that we're giving away, The Power of Focus, when we're able to, Dr. Brenda, focus yeah. on what is that most important goal in our lives, and, and what you said earlier is so dead on. We will spend an hour and a half to two hours preparing for to leave the house for a party or for work or whatever it is, and yet we will never think about putting that amount of energy into our love relationship, which is absolute insanity. Yeah. We, you know, we, we, we kind of like, I mean, all of us at some point in time have bought into the illusion that, you know, if it's the right person, it'll be effortless and easy, and, and if it's not the right person, it's not me. Oh, it's God, don't whole, make me fall out of my chair here, David. Oh, my God, Yes. Oh, my God, I hear that. You know, I spend all my days working with couples, and every single couple I've ever met has said, well, maybe this person isn't the right one because it's so much work. And I'm like, that means they are the right one. Because when you have to do the work, you get to be a better person. That's why at the top of every single one of our shows, I talk about why good love is essential to your greatness. It's like going to the gym. The heavier the weight you lift, the stronger you get, everybody. Now, David, back up. I have a question about the one thing. So you're saying rather than having that kind of smorgasbord of all these different things I want to improve and I want to work on, Choose one thing and focus. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Brenda, imagine this. If if we're just if we have three different goals that we want to achieve right now, your listeners are tuned in and you know, love is one and making more money is another and losing weight is a third. So what what'll happen is is they'll start going after love, let's say. And but then then after thirty or sixty days of doing all they can, their partner isn't responding the way they think their partner should. So they say, you know, it's not really about love. I just need to go focus on my own health. And they go for 30 or 60, 90 days on their health, and then the scale doesn't move as quickly as they want it to. And then they go, you know, it's not really about weight loss. It's about money. If I just made more money, we'd be all happier. And so it's this dog chasing the tail. So what we teach is the exact opposite. We say, we will sit down and help you. And the book will help people do this too will help you choose the correct goal. And then once you choose it, we are going to be like a dog and a bone. We're going to walk through every block, every facade, every barricade, every false belief on the way to be successful in that one goal. And once we start to see the fruits of our labor, which could take 30, 60, 90, 120 days, six months, I mean, it could take a year to become financially free, breaking down belief systems, et cetera. Once we get into a daily habit and we're doing the work and it's like brushing our teeth, then and only then 
will we switch to a brand new one thing? Now, how do you know which is the right thing to focus on, David? I love it. And here's the, and here's the answer that is so profoundly simple and powerful. It's the one area that is causing the most grief right now. <laughs> I suspected you were going to say that. <laughs> if it's driving you crazy, everybody, yes. and you feel yes. bad about it, and you might feel ashamed of it, go where it hurts, because that's the area that needs your loving focus and attention. So, David... Yes. You've already given such great wisdom about go where it hurts and get in there and start working. Once you've chosen that area you're going to focus on, what is next? Well, it's setting up a daily plan. It's saying what are the steps I'm going to take on a daily basis to be able to improve this one area of life. Now, this is from your book, The Power of Focus. There's this great chapter there called Eight Practical Tips to Help You Gain Focus in Life. Is that where we're headed? Because I, I love that chapter. Yes, exactly, exactly. It is so nice that you've had a chance to peruse it because, you know, what we do with the book is we set out a system. It's not just a philosophical, you know, um, a program where that I'm just talking about some kind of umbrella. We're saying, listen, this is how you do it, and this is the steps to follow. We really want people, Dr. Brenda, to get on automatic. Like, I don't want our, our readers to have to think too hard. I really don't. That, it's not necessary. The system is here. You pick it up. And so after you find the one area that you've denied, delayed, procrastinated, that for maybe months or years you've known that you really need to put your energy in here, you go, okay, I'm going to attack this. I'm ready to go. Then the next step is to say, what is my action step or what are my action steps on a daily basis that some of them will be into the uncomfortable? And if, if I could give a great example when mm-hmm. we work with mm-hmm. couples, we, we, we look at life and we split it into the 97%, 3% ratio. And all that means, it's very simple, 97% of things that couples argue about, disagree about, is absolute nonsense. It is small ego, non-essential arguments of I'm right, you're wrong. And that's all it is, 97%. 3% of those things that create chaos and grief and drama should really be what we focus on. And they should be the type of things that someone goes in to see you or myself or another professional at to say, you know, the affair we haven't forgiven each other for, um, we continue to go into huge debt with spending. There needs to be a 3% where that we say these items are deal killers if we don't take care of them. Yeah, and let me say something right there one more time. When we learn better, we do better, everybody. So I have to say this, David. I have so many couples that come to me or come to our classes or seminars and say, but we went to couples counseling and it got worse. There are therapists that see couples, and then there are people who are specialists, And there are people who specialize in energizing what you do to move in a positive direction, which is the key. And that is what David is talking about, because this is so powerful, David. Now, one more time, one more time. Once you know, oh, wait, 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 I have to give out the phone number. There are people who want to join the conversation. Hit us back on Facebook, Dr. Brenda Wade. Tweet. Hashtag Dr. Brenda Wade. 
or call us and join the conversation. You know you have questions for David Essel about your one thing. And if you're not sure, he'll help you straighten it out. 347 289-0776 at 347-989-0776. And then you push 1 on your handset. That's how Cliff knows you want to talk to David Essel, the author of the, hold on, I'm going to get it just right, the author of The Power of Focus. The power of focus, everybody. Now, we're focusing, David, on choosing the one thing. We're focusing on how important it is to really zero in on where the pain is. And you're talking about that 3% that makes people nuts in their relationship. And you're saying, hey, work on it and get help. David, how many teachers and coaches and therapists do you think you've had in your life? Oh, my gosh, for myself? Yeah. Oh, my. I bet I have more than you. I'll tell you now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hundreds and hundreds. Well, you know, we we have a definition of, of what a soulmate is, and we say that soulmates are anyone that you have ever dated, kissed, held their hand. Um. Every person that you could ever be embraced intimately with has been a soulmate, and those that you feel still resentful about are probably your greatest soulmates ever. Oh, you're giving me goosebumps, David. I call them truth bumps. Everybody breathe that in. Ouch. The no, one that you have all the stuff with, that's your soulmate. <laughs> Because most people think it's going to be somehow blissful with the soulmate. The soulmate has a purpose, right, David? Yeah, and their whole purpose is to bring us to our A game, to help us to evolve, to awaken. It, that, that's the whole purpose. And when, oh. they, when oh. they push those buttons and they create what we would say would be insecurity or, or anxiety or whatever, what they're saying is go past that. That's like, right. That, Right? I mean, that, those things that I, I'm doing or saying that so are that bothering all I have to say is amen. All right? <laughs> amen. You are absolutely resonating with the understanding that we hold here and hold it so dearly that relationships have a purpose. Yes. And the purpose yes. is for us to grow and unfold and become even more of our true selves and Everything you're saying is just, I'm just goosebumped from head to toe. All right, we have a question. Hang on, because we have a question that just came in via Facebook. (laughs) It says, should I choose as my one thing love or money because they both make me crazy? (laughs) (laughs) That that is so wonderful. Well, here's here's the answer, Dr. Prenda, is that, one of them has been the catalyst for craziness longer than the other. They're not equal. You know? And at first, people will say, I can't decide. But with a little bit of thought process and writing, because we use writing as such a great tool to get into the subconscious, is that you know, if you were to write down, my challenges with money began, and write about past history, you know, when the challenges began, my challenges with love began, and write that down. You'll see that one started first, and whichever one started first is usually the one that needs our attention. Um, Mm, Okay, everybody, write 
that down. My challenges with X began, if you can't decide, my challenges with A began here and my challenges with B began here. And whichever one came first is the one to focus on. Wow, David, that's deep because you know what? My challenges with love, because if I think about feeling unloved by my parents, is that what you're talking about? That came first. That, that would come first. And, you know, so if you grew up in a household where, you know, I'm, I'm just going to do a stereotypical example here, um, where mom was codependent and didn't want to rock the boat and dad was the authority figure and maybe drank too much or worked too much or wasn't emotionally available, then we as a woman or a man would role play in our adult years subconsciously those very traits that we experienced in childhood because we think that that's what love should look like. Yeah, the brain grabs a pattern. Prior to the age of eight, your brain is a miniature recording device. So it's recorded, and, you know, that doesn't sound like my family. My mother was the biatch, and, uh, you know, I thought love was supposed to look like having somebody being mean and being unloving. So I think you just straighten me out. I'm going to focus on love. Maybe that's why we have the Good Love Radio Show, David. Right, Brenda, <laughs> you know what? We, we so teach what we need to manage. Don't we always? Don't we always? I'll never forget speaking to the California Convention of Therapists where we had almost 2,000 therapists in the room, and I said, how many of you have noticed that the people you work with are working on what you're working on? And every hand in the room went up. So there's your confirmation. And the beautiful thing about that is that David is speaking from an authentic truth. Every one of us who has chosen to be a teacher or a writer or a healer of some kind is working deeply on the issue. So we've got something to share because we're working on it. So, David, what is, what is the key here? You've got the eight practical tips to help you gain focus in life. First of all, we're establishing what that one thing is. And then what is the next most important thing for people to do after they know their one thing? Okay, so we set up a plan five days a week, 20 minutes to two hours a day with action steps to work on that one thing. So it might be you know, practicing listening skills with your partner. It might be more eye connection. It might be a greater level of forgiveness for former partners that you're still attached to through children or some other way. You know, we, we come up with what are the steps I need to apply? And you and I talked earlier in the show, Dr. Brenda, about, you know, people will put hours into their physical appearance to walk out the door, but they don't have a plan on how to let go of the past resentments or how to be more present with their current lover. So there's got to be a written plan that people say, here are the steps I'm going to start improving upon that I'm going to start doing Monday through Friday. You can take Saturday and Sunday off, or you can work Tuesday through Sunday. It doesn't matter to me, but it's got to be five days a week. It's got to be a minimal of 20 minutes a day, maximum two hours. And then the very next step is that we need an accountability partner. Mm. someone and and you know of course a professional is obviously the number one choice 
counselor, coach, minister, therapist would be the number one choice. But underneath that, um, an accountability partner should never be your partner in love, and it shouldn't be a family member. Yeah, we know why. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to go to the source of the pain to get help, all right? (laughs) Get somebody who's objective, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, but we need someone who's going to check up on us and say, hey, you know, you made this commitment to whatever your goal is with love, and you've made the commitment. How are you doing? Are you listening without speaking? Are you practicing that old technique of active listening that when your partner says, I'm really frustrated with this, that you say, let me slow down, let me repeat it to make sure I, I have what you're saying. And, and you create this ongoing dialogue with the accountability partner, Dr. Brenda, so that you actually have someone who's got your back, but they've got your back by holding your feet to the fire and say, listen, you've been talking about improving this relationship for years now or you've been talking about being ready to find the right guy or right woman, what are you doing to find the right person? Are yes. you putting your out in the world? Are you yes, anybody them? who's looking for a job or even you want to buy a car, you make a plan, you check the, the online car thingies, you, know, you go to Cartelligent, right. you do something to yeah. make that work. So I just want to say the same practical steps that David is suggesting, you've already done this in some area of your life. Just pick it up and put it down in your love life. And David, I can't let you go. We're getting close to the end of our time, but I can't let you go until you tell us about your 1 million ebook giveaway contest. Oh, this is so exciting. Yeah, we're, we're giving away a million copies of the ebook, The Power of Focus, at talkdavid.com. Very easy to remember, just talkdavid.com. And then we're going to be selecting winners who will actually get free coaching sessions with me. Uh, and when, when the contest ends in a year, we're going to be doing a free giveaway. And we did it last year. We're doing it again this year. So anyone that wants to really start to move forward and to figure out a system and to follow a system on how to become more focused in life, just go to talkdavid.com, grab the book, and you'll be on your way. All right. The book is The Power of Focus. It's an e-book. You can get it right there on David's website, www.talkdavid.com. I want you to go there and get it, everybody. That's why Good Love Radio exists, where you can get this kind of absolutely deep, powerful insight and wisdom that David Essel has shared with us right now. Take it to the bank because he has absolutely, as they used to say when I was a little girl in church, he put some salt and vinegar on it. All right, David, David, you're amazing. We have to have you back. And I, Cliff, and LeGrand, right away, let's book David to come back. Love your energy. Love your wisdom. Thank you so very, very much, David Essel, for sharing the power of focus with us. Oh, Dr. Brenda, you are so welcome. And we're going to get you on our iHeart show as well. I think it would be great to have you with our iHeart listeners. Woo, I would love it. Love it, love it, love it. There's a synergy here. All right, everyone, send your wave of love and thanks to David. He'll feel you. 
Hmm, there you go, David. A wave of love thanks. and thanks. All right, blessings. Okay, All right, everyone, from David Essel, check him out. And now get ready. Are you ready for the power of affirmations? Our next guest is Lisa McCarthy, and she's the creator of a product that's creating lots of Internet buzz. She calls it the Affirmations Mirror. Now, everybody's heard of affirmations, but I'll bet until you hear from Lisa, you have never heard of the Affirmations Mirror. All right, now to join the conversation, don't be shy, as Granny used to say. Call us 347-989-0776. Click 1 on your handset. Or hit us back on Facebook, Dr. Brenda Wade, or Twitter, follow us on Twitter, hashtag Dr. Brenda Wade. And Cliff, if you get a question or a call, you just cut right in, and Lisa will take your question, everybody. All right, Lisa McCarthy, welcome. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much. I feel like I've just... I come home to a church that I've been missing after listening to you guys. I'm like, yay, my people. <laughs> You're your peeps. I know that, Lisa, because we just went from the power of focus to talking with you about one of the best ways to focus our power and focus our minds, which is affirmations. But, Lisa, you've got quite a story. I know you started out in the most challenging and unlikely of circumstances. Tell us a little bit about your story, would you? Well, you know, basically I grew up in a family who was not fond of me, so they, uh, you know, gave me up to foster homes, and I went through several of them uh, in the teens, as a number of, you know, them were, um, and uh, just learned so many lessons the hard way, and, you know, ended up pregnant very young and, and raising a daughter on my own, and just really learning that everything I said, you know, really mattered and everything I did, especially with, you know, raising her was absolutely important and I really started paying attention to who I was becoming and, and I mean, it's just been a, a ride and, it, and it's still, you know, life is a ride and you keep going through the waves. <laughs> so. That's right. But to start out with a family who put you in foster care is a huge challenge And one of the things I've noticed in my own life and the lives of so many people is the bigger the challenge we start out with, if we work with it, you end up having the biggest gift to share with others. And I know you have a huge gift to share with us, Lisa. And I just want to give you kudos and blessings for moving through those early challenges, and I'm going to give you one little up-level, if you don't mind. Up-level is me getting to share a little live coaching tip. I do this with all my classes. And that is, it wasn't that your parents weren't fond of you, love. You know the truth. They didn't love themselves. Because only people who don't love themselves could not love a fabulous daughter like you. Yes, that is true. Thank you for that. You bet, and that's for everybody. You get to borrow benefits from Lisa because, of course, as children, never in my entire life 
have I heard a child go, oh, perhaps my parents were suffering from low self-esteem, or perhaps the issue with my parents is they didn't get enough love or they felt abandoned, therefore they have treated me in this way. Children can't think like that. They can't do abstract thinking. Kid always says, must be me. Yeah. So we're, we're unraveling that, everybody, and Lisa's going to help you to go even further as she begins to talk a little bit about the affirmations mirror. But Lisa, as you are moving through these challenges, single mom, having an early pregnancy, an unplanned pregnancy, which so many young women who grow up with inadequate parents do, you notice it's, it's about the parents and their issues, and how did you discover affirmations and begin to go down this new path? Well, you know, I, I really took a look at what the pattern was behind what I was creating and the thoughts I was thinking. And I started to reach out to, you know, some of the self-development groups that are out there and, and attend some of these things. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, we're going to do post-it notes and we're going to do these things. And I've been doing them for several years. And, you know, you put them up with the greatest of intentions, and within a few days you forget. You know, you just forget. And every now and then you look at it again, or pretty soon you're just ducking around it on the mirror, you know, <laughs> and just not doing it. And so uh, that's, that's kind of how I came into it. I'm just like, there's got to be a powerful way, and, and, and you know, beginning that self-talk and, and changing what was being said, it, it really just made a huge difference. And it kept going, let's just say that. So for you, your first opening was to step into a, let's see, what did you call it, a personal transformation class or community, and where you got a chance to say, well, what are my habitual thoughts? Because your habitual thoughts, of course, came out of those early experiences that you shared with us, and I appreciate you being so generous to share it. But those thoughts came out of parents who were inadequate, came out of big, big challenges on those young shoulders. So by being able to say, what am I thinking, and how is that thinking creating more, more of what? More of what you didn't want, more of what you'd had. How did you notice your thinking was affecting you and impacting your life? Well, by uh, meeting that soulmate you guys talked about earlier, who I was like, oh, yeah, there's still those lingering thoughts about that one. That's interesting. Must have been a soulmate then. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Trust me. Got yeah, some more forgiveness know. work to do. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and just different jobs. I mean, every job I had seemed to lead to another disaster where, you know, after a couple of years it was, well, we would have never hired you, you know, if, if we knew you had a child, you're fired. Or, hey, you know, you're doing real estate, therefore I own you. How dare you? You're fired. And just crazy things like that kept happening, and I really had to stop and look and listen and step out of that, um, how would you say, victim role that had been played throughout childhood all the way through that time and, and, and just start to realize that to create my life, I had to do that exact thing, create it. Mm. So what was the break point for you? Because I really hear you got these challenges and then you came right up to a point of, okay, something's got to change. What did that for you? 
um, between the last job that I was fired from and that soulmate we spoke of, um, those two kind of happening within a pretty relatively short period of time, it just was just the, the smack upside the head that you really had to look at it. Mm. Okay, everybody, borrow some benefits here because I think a lot of people, you know, have heard that old saying, darkest hour, just before dawn, you're down on your knees, turning the stumbling block into the stepping stone, you know, every breakdown leads to a breakthrough, and you are absolutely confirming, Lisa. So everyone, because we've got some folks in our listening audience who are down on their knees. We've got some folks being smacked upside the head right now. And (laughs) it's important to know that smack on the head could be the wake-up call you've been waiting for. So, Lisa, you got the wake-up call. And then what did you do? Well, I, like I said, I stepped back from everything that I was doing. You know, I stepped back from trying to seek love. I stepped back, you know, outside of myself. I should clarify that, you know. It was all about, okay, who am I and how can I learn to love myself because there is no one else except me to do that and own that and uh, take action on that. And also to, you know, stop the cycle of crazy jobs and see them for what they were. It was me coming in as a victim again so that I could relive that abuse and Mm. make my story true, you know. And and so just those things really that those that was it. Hmm. Wow, what you just said was powerful. Let me just underscore if you don't mind, everybody. Lisa just said I could see I was showing up as a victim. My thinking was victim thinking. And from victim thinking we create more Victim stories and realities. Yep, there you go. Lisa, you're drawing a nice straight line here so everyone can understand. From our childhood experience, we come up with a way of thinking and we move along our life path recreating the evidence that what we thought must be true. I must be a victim, see? But now we get the turning point. You take us right to that turning point. I love it. Yeah. And it's a choice. I mean, you really have to be able to step back for a minute, too, because day in any of those cycles, you can't see. Right. So your choice point came right between the last job you were fired from and the soulmate. <laughs> and when you, when you kind of woke up and said, hold on, There's some victim thinking going on. You were already in a class where you had an opportunity to review your thinking and then take us right into the change. I love this. Well, I went to a warrior camp, which really opened my eyes to my own power and my own ability to um, overcome things I thought weren't possible. I turned my cartilage. I was still going up that hill because I was a warrior, you know. And um, and just, you know, seeing other people when they gave up and the heartache it was to see them reach for one thing and go, I can't, and then they fall. And, you know, those were the things that really just broke through. And, you know, I came back and I was like, okay, what what can I do that creates the life that I love? And I started to write out things that were, you know, the top 15 things I could think of doing with my life. It made no sense at the moment. But I started writing out the list, and then I started narrowing it down to 10 and then down to 5. And 
you know, came up with this list of, you know, what my life is ideal when I'm creating things and when I'm bringing ideas to life and I'm healthy and wealthy and surrounded by powerful and motivating people. And, you know, those were my intentions. And I posted them everywhere, you know. And within a short time, I started getting ideas of how I could help other people with not only my journey, but with things that I saw that were missing. And that's mm. kind of takes us to where I started to create these these powerful tools. So the turning point was you went to warrior camp and yes. came out a warrior and said, all right, it's up to me. And you sat down and boy, everybody noticed how our two fabulous authors and experts tonight are giving you advice that absolutely dovetails. Sit down and write out what you want and make a plan. This Uh is great advice because, again, it's using the power of your mind. Change your mind, change your life. Right, Lisa? Absolutely. And get yourself a map. Get yourself a map. Now, how do you get a map? Well, you know, I discovered a program that is mind mapping. And what it does is it takes every little piece of everything you want to do and allows you to expand on it. And because of all those 20 jobs that I was at, right, I had a vast experience of knowledge and, you know, different positions and and how things worked and interrelated and databases and all kinds of stuff that end up being perfect for an entrepreneur. So, you know, I started creating the maps for my business plans. Then I started helping other people with their you know, plans and their success things. And, and I tell you, that without those things, you cannot communicate to the business world or anyone else what you truly want to do and how you're going to get there. And so for me, it's the combination of the power of your attention, the power of your action over and over and over, even on those days you don't want to, and that map that you can go, hey, that's right, I can get there because this is, this is the next thing. Hmm. So it's like you plotting a trip, you know what the next destination has to be on your trip because you've mapped it out. And nobody yeah. would leave home for any trip without a map, but we really tend to lead our lives kind of as the wind blows without that plan. And, you know, I, I have to throw in some science because, you know, I'm a geek. There was a study <laughs> done at Harvard University of students graduating from Harvard, and they were asked, do you have a specific goal for your life? And those who had goals were maybe 15% of a class who had specific goals. Then they asked, how many of those with specific goals had written the goal down? Well, now we're down to about 10%. Then they asked, how many of those who had the goal, who written it down, actually had a written plan And that made up 5% of the graduating class. And guess what? 20 years later, they went back, those same researchers, and looked at everybody in the class, and the people with the goals written down, with the written plan, had wealth that was in excess of the other 95% of the class put together. Plus, wait, wait. Even better, even better, they had the best relationships and marriages, and even better than that, they were the biggest contributors to their communities and the most philanthropic of all the people in the class. Now, think about it, everybody. 
What Lisa is saying has been proven by study after study after study. And it dovetails with what our first guest, David, had to say, because when we focus, we write it down, we create a plan, we actually are getting our energy to a point that we can laser with the energy because it's focused. And you know what lasers do? They cut through. They cut through. Lisa, this is great. Now tell us about affirmations. Well, affirmations, um, you know, that's just, uh, I feel it's a personal choice each time you say something. And creating something that's powerful and serves you is really important because, you know, the background noise is always doing things to undermine you. So it's really important to kind of come up front and really, no, 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 that's not it. Thanks for sharing, but I'm going to be happy today and I'm going to keep calm and I'm going to giggle on and I'm going to, you know, climb the highest mountain and make a difference and, and all the things that serve you. And, and it's really powerful to to stand in those when, when you have those challenges and say them anyway. Mm. So in the face of the challenge, you hold your ground by focusing on what you choose as your truth. Yes. Now, how do you do that if something really tough is going on in your life? And pause for just a second. Pause for just a second. As we have a question here, let me take this question really quickly. The question just came in. Oh, somebody who says, I can relate to your journey, Lisa. I had a really rough start, too. Right now, the hardest thing for me to do is forgive my parents. Can affirmations help me? Yes. And you can help yourself by forgiving yourself for, you know, having to make those choices of those parents and, and that they weren't capable of being there for you as parents. And, and just realize that you're strong now and it's not happening today. And, and just try to, you know, just be present so that you get to choose today. Mm. All right. You get to choose today. Great. Thank you. Now, what is your favorite affirmation, and how does the affirmation mirror work? Favorite affirmation. I actually have like a little string that runs in the back of my head. It's, I am capable. I am worthy. I can do anything I set my mind to. I live in the present moment, here and now. And everyone loves the affirmations mirror. <laughs> mm, I am capable. I am worthy. Do that again so everybody can catch it. Yeah, I am. It's a little hip hop flow. We need some music. Keep going. I am strong. I am capable. I am worthy. I can do anything I set my mind to. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone loves the affirmations mirror. (laughs) You asked for it. (laughs) I love it. I am strong. I am capable. I am worthy. I am. One more time. I can do anything I set my mind to. (laughs) Yep, indeed. And everyone loves the affirmations mirror. All right, now talk about the affirmations mirror. So basically what I did is I created a uh, device, and we have a couple models. We're actually working on a new prototype now that is super powerful, so I can't wait to to share that at at a later date. When we're and ready to well. Yeah, and um, what it is is we combine technology into a mirror so that people could record their own affirmations, things that matter to them, and then put them in the mirror and take it with them. 
So, you know, you're going into a meeting or you're having that bad day or you're having those moments where you reflect on what buttheads your parents were. You know, whatever it is, it's like you get the choice to create that message in your ear in an audio way that gets in deeper than trying to read it or someone else saying it. It's in your own voice. Mm, I love that idea. And do you teach people how to create affirmations? Do you have a formula? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We actually have an ebook, so if any of your listeners would like a copy of it, just uh, go ahead and email info at meyevu.com, and I'll send you the ebook as just a gift for, for just listening. All right, everybody, let me give that back to you. You want to email, let's have it one more time. I-N-F-O, info, at mm-hmm. my view, which is M. E Y E V U dot com. M okay, and I have it one more time. I'm gonna get this right. I N F O M M is in Mary, E is uh-huh. in Edward, uh-huh. Y is in yellow, uh-huh. E is in Edward, V is uh-huh. in Victor, U is in umbrella dot com. Dot com. Okay, the other thing you can do is go to her website, which is Triple dub dot make my, uh, what does that say? My <laughs> idea real. Make my idea real. Okay, so make my idea real dot com. Because make my idea real dot com, we can remember really, really easily. And triple dub dot the affirmations mirror dot com. So if you want your own affirmations mirror, check it out at triple dub dot theaffirmationsmirror.com and can people get the Affirmations Mirror and get the free ebook if they go to that website? Actually, we have a power pack that comes with the ebook, but if they email me their, um, you know, their information, then we'll go ahead and send them the ebook. Just there you go, it's a gift. Oh, beautiful, everyone! So info me at i e v u. Info at my view, which is really the parent company of the Affirmations Okay, Mirror. got it. All right, but everybody, you can remember the AffirmationsMirror.com. Hit this up right there. She'll get you the power pack. You'll learn all about the Affirmations Mirror. You will get your free ebook. So you can use the power of your mind. Change your mind. Change your life. I've been teaching this for years to our mastermind students and community and I know from my own experience that I cannot imagine where I would be had I not learned the power of affirmations and how to focus spiritual power with those affirmations. It makes a huge, huge difference because, Lisa, what you said is so true. Every moment, every moment we get to choose, am I turning on my power? turning off my power. When I'm turning it on, it's because I focused my mind. That's what that Harvard study proves. When we focus, we are right there using our energy to go where we want to go in our lives. Now, you get the last word here, Lisa. What do you want to leave us with? Well, I just want to say thank you and you know, also just, just realize that you have a new choice every day and that you choose to live in power and harmony and peace, even when it's tough and when it's easy, it's so good. <laughs> mm, even when it's tough, 
There's a choice to live with power and harmony. And the key is what you said earlier. You know, even when it's challenging to say, I'm not a victim, and I like to say, I'm not a victim, I'm victorious. I do. That's one of my favorite affirmations. And I just, it's called deny. I'm not a victim, that's the denial. And then I affirm, I'm victorious. And then I stay with, I'm victorious, I'm victorious, I'm victorious, I'm victorious. Always victory. And we go right down that road, always victory. And I love the idea of recording it and being able to listen to it, Lisa. That is a cool idea. All right, everybody, send a wave of love and thanks to Lisa McCarthy, and you'll get to hear more from her and our all of our special guests. One of our upcoming guests is going to be Karen Epps, and we have Skip Sams who will talk about love and recovery. We have James Trapp, who's going to talk about the right questions. It's been a joy to be with all of you tonight, to be with David Epps, Lisa McCarthy. They've got wonderful gifts for you. Pile up your toolbox with all these special gifts, everybody, all these tools. We need a toolkit to build a healthy, happy, successful life with good love. It takes a toolkit. It takes lots and lots and lots of focus and teachers. I can tell you that. And you can reach me at Dr. Brenda Wade on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter, Dr. Brenda Wade. Our phone number at our office is 415-775-4866. Or send me an email at love, L-O-V-E, at DocWade.com. I want to thank our fabulous producer, the one and only LeGrand Green, and our co-producer, Cliff Dunning. Thank you, gentlemen, for all your help. Everybody, this weekend, March 29th and 30th, come join me for a two-day live intensive, The Seven Soulful Secrets of love, abundance, and success. So you don't want to miss that. We have incredible special guests who will be joining us, Darren Jacqueline. Some of you remember from our very, very first show, our success coach will be joining us via Skype. And that's not all. We have two other special guests. If you want more info, send us that email at love at docway.com or hit us back on Facebook, Dr. Brenda Wade, or follow us on Twitter, hashtag Dr. Brenda Wade. All right, everyone, remember, what is your motto? I am worthy, I am deserving, and I am so lovable. There's an affirmation to live by. All right, many blessings, everyone. We'll be with you again next week. 